0: Ready? Born ready. Ah, that's my jam. I'm feeling good today. Woo! I can say what my boss often say. I am born ready. I was born for this. I'm feeling myself. Feeling myself. Oh my God, I tell you, I feel so good today. And you know what? A lot of me feeling good right now has a lot to do with just me walking and stepping out by faith and doing something different. You know, I said to myself when I came in today, I was like, you know, I'm gonna just talk to the audience and tell them exactly where I am. Because, you know, uh, if you listen to... The episode last week, um, it was the beginning of the Jess Eldridge media uh, brainstorming and seeing that I should be a part of their team. And it was, uh, I know Eldridge is my son and I'm his mother and we always sort of teasing. and if you all have sort of looked throughout the years on our Facebook, we are always challenging each other with singing, which Clearly, I mean, I think it just now have come to Eldridge that he cannot sing better than me. <laughs> I, mean, Damn. I mean, I really, you know, as as a mother, when you're raising your children, I brought them along with me and taught them harmony and shared this stage, and I always try to encourage my children where they are good and where. What I will say is I know he's a good entertainer, but somewhere in me trying to encourage him that he was a great entertainer, I sort of must, I must have misstepped in some kind of way and convinced him he was equally a good singer. <laughs> it's just just not the truth, but he, he's a, a great just facilitator, putting stuff together, which you know, this is crazy, but it is crazy when you invest in your children and try to give them confidence in certain areas, it's amazing that one day that seed matures and it comes back and feeds you. And my relationship with Eldridge in this uh, podcast is a, a, a metaphor or a manifestation that the fruit of my womb is coming back now to feed me and i'm i'm excited about that i really am you know the this whole journey of me coming to this podcast as i stated was birthed out of that um uh, last podcast uh sisters got something to say and um and as as i was sitting there i've always sort of had these conversations with My friends, my kids or their friends, and I never really uh, seen it formulating to a podcast as much as I did take it as a personal responsibility to speak into young people's life and give them some light along the path that seems to be dark, but it's not really dark when you follow the people in front of you that are going in the direction you're trying to go. So, but a lot of time just in that interim period of getting from here to there, it can appear to be dark because you do have a lot of side roads that you could choose. And so I always seen my input into my children and their friends as one that would give them an alternative um, thought in, in that brainstorming of choosing. But, you know, I I was I was wanting to just sort of go back of just so far what we've sort of talked about. We talked about the first was, you know, knowing who you are and finding that partner that aligns themselves with who you are. And then the second podcast, we talked about traditions, you know, starting your own tradition with your family and remembering those traditions if you are. Uh, blessed enough to have had traditions passed down to you, consider incorporating those into your life and uh, sharing the history of that tradition, um, of where it came from and the ancestors that passed it down to you and now your children. And it will keep the family together. It isn't always the thing that you do uh, uh, as to praying, but it is that when you come together and pray, uh, it becomes more of an embedded um, um, practice that keeps the family together because you are there together during these times in which you are praying. And the, of course, the last week was about sisters got something to say. Well, we spoke about many topics. Uh, one, just having a vision, Uh, being able to hear the vision in another person, which leads me, again, back to why I am here. Um, Last week, I wasn't feeling well, and uh, I I sort of overslept, and, you know, again, my seed uh, just seemed that I was weary with all the things that I had been doing, and he suggested I take a little time off and rest up so I'll be ready for this week. And it, it to be honest with you, it was absolutely just what I needed to be ready for this week. And um but I wanted to talk about um just we got the new year that is coming in. And you know, we we're uh if you're listening to the this podcast, it, we're not at Christmas yet, but it's an opportunity for you to start prepping for that new year because it will come very quick after Christmas. And so you can sort of set some of these things in motion if you find them helpful um, in preparing for this new year. And the one thing that I wanted to talk about is (laughs) I was blown away by what Eldridge and his team, um, Keith, Mark, all of them began to talk to me about how they perceive my talks and not only them, you know, I've, I've talked to a lot of young ladies and they seem to be enlightened, but their response to what I was saying always seemed to, in in my opinion, uh, seemed to be far more than what I was contributing. And, is I, 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 the way I processed that was I was thankful, but I never really gave it enough thought to think, Oh man, you know, I'm getting pretty good. I, I should get a podcast. I, n- I never thought about that. I mean, at this point in my life, I, I'm telling you, I love freedom and I love everything that is about freedom. So Trying to get me on a schedule to do anything is a drawback for me. I mean, the only thing I truly want to commit to to doing every day is taking a shower. <laughs> I, mean, I don't I really don't want to commit to a whole lot of stuff because I've never had this much freedom in my life and I'm enjoying the space that I'm in. But it it really began to um just I'm the kind of person, if I hear something and I continue to hear it, I begin to sort of think about it, you know, and meditate on it. And when Eldridge um, came to me and began to propose the idea of starting this podcast, um, I'm going to say it just sort of scared me. Um, Not in the way that I'm a scare of an audience. Uh, I'm actually my best when I'm standing in front of people I'm standing in front of people because you can sort of take in my whole personality um sort of listening to me over the podcast I had um a lot of uh, fear and drawback from that because as you can hear I have a very southern draw which you know years ago because of an interaction with somebody just sort of gave me somewhat of a complex. And I also know that typically when people meet you, if they meet you in person, they get to take in all of you, the visual of you, your personality and everything. So some things they may pass over because they have a visual, but when people just hear you talk, you know, it's a common thing that, you know, when people don't speak well, a lot of people think they're not educated well. I mean, we we come to know that's not always true because it's a lot of, lot of country people who drill oil and they are riches, I don't know what. So we, you know, we can't take everything literally by the sound, but that's the most common thing it is. And I had a drawback of how I speak. So I was a little reluctant. And you could sort of hear... <laughs> Pardon me. You can sort of hear on my first episode, my efforts are trying to talk correctly. <laughs> and it it came off very stiff, not necessarily to myself, but my my information was good, but it was thrown off just by me trying to fit into what I thought needed to happen in, in this podcast world. And I had a, a, a conversation after that with the team. And, you know, I, again, was swept, swept away by their insight of who they perceived me to be. And, um, and you know, it really sort of began to uh, cause me to think on some wise sayings I've heard. You know, it's, it's sayings like, you don't have to wonder if a person have wealth because most people who are wealthy don't have a point to prove and, and therefore they don't have to show you their wealth. You'll sort of know it because they sort of walk in the dignity of that. Um, it's another saying that, you know, Jesus sought not to give himself a reputation, because you know he didn't have a point to prove he knew he was the son of god so in this podcast i be i seen that it was another opportunity for me to see that i don't have to prove anything this podcast isn't about me trying to sit, uh fit into the paradigm of other people this is an opportunity for me to have a small simple conversation about life and what it has meant to me and give you something to grasp upon if it's applicable that will give you an opportunity to be authentic within yourself so i just want you to know coming into this new year i want you to know that begin to watch what others are saying about you and begin to write down things that you love to do and then Take this opportunity to step out on faith and be who you are coming into this year. Begin to forget what has happened in the past, what has been done to you, and and those things that tries to make you become something else because you've experienced some tough times. Just dare to be yourself. Dare to be authentic. And you don't have to necessarily be a mastermind of the whole path. You know what you can do is do what I did with these young men. They, in their words, paved a walkway for me to walk in faith. Because what they communicated to me, Mom Paulette, when you show up in our lives, whether it be in conversation, whether it be in discussions, The person you show up to be to me is this. Now, how arrogant would it be of you to argue with a person of what you mean to them? So if they're beginning to say something that you don't like, my suggestion would be is if that is not who you're trying to be, that is not who you're showing up to be, then begin to adjust yourself in a way that when you show up that they get the point you're trying to make, you know, and I'm learning to do that. You know, I'm learning to be uh, authentically myself in every situation. That's a path that I'm, I'm still working on. And, and, and this is the journey of life. You know, allow yourself to make mistakes. Don't judge yourself so harshly. Because in your mistakes, you, re, you will refine the, the the show. You'll refine the show. You know, um, I like to take things that I see and uh, begin to look at the process of things and align um, myself or goal with that. You know, for an example, so you can know what I'm saying. You know, when you look at, Um, an actor like Denzel Washington. You know, we see him in all of his glory right now. But if you was able to sit down and have a conversation with him or people who was with him along the way, I am sure there are some auditions that he just bombed. I am sure if you look through the repertoire of movies he's um, done, there are some movies that are not as flattering As others, you know, I am sure that, you know, in in the the most striking thing to me is, you know, we always seen um, uh, Denzel Washington as a smooth operator. We've always seen him as that ideal guy that, you know, uh, a woman would want to love and the ideal guy that a man would want to mimic. But, you know, when we seen him in training day, he was raw, you know. (laughs) He, we seen him in a way we've never seen him before, and you know, and I, I can say, in, it was another movie he done, um, American Gangster. We seen him in a way that, you know, I don't like to see Denzel in that way, but this is what I am saying. In life, you may be showing up to in people's life in a way that you really don't want to reflect. So instead of trying to change their perception by arguing with them, change your perception by giving yourself an opportunity to rework some things that you're doing. You know, I'm doing that. You know, um, the one thing that I, I did during the pandemic, you know, I've always been a woman who likes short prints, he cuts and, um, I mean, I would have my hair laid. I would get a relaxer every 30 days because I had very coarse hair. And during the pandemic, you couldn't get to the salons. And my kids were always talking to me about going natural. And I would just be laughing. I was like, you know, I'm not going natural. I know what kind of hair I got. And we would have that conversation. There's no bad hair, you know. And, you know, I I choose not to have an opinion on that. But. I just knew I didn't want to be a part of that process, but not being able to get to the salon, I ended up going natural just out of, you know, I couldn't get out. And then I started liking it. I was like, Oh my God, this is so refreshing that I don't have to get up every day, you know, pressing out my hair or whatever. And so I've taken the last two years to rotate between the two strand twists. I think it is two, the two strand twist and then braids. And I, and, and then I even took the opportunity to wear a, a ponytail with the fro. And then, um, then I Ooh. took one opportunity of taking the twist apart and, through all of this, I began to see a different side of me. And then after I had the talk last week with the guys at Just Eldridge Media, I decided to take my hair down out of braids and get the Dominican press out. And yeah, I'm, i I must tell y'all, I'm feeling myself, feeling myself. <laughs> I mean, I'm feeling myself very proud of this journey and at the first of the year I plan to wash it and braid it back up and 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 just sort of give myself an opportunity to go back to that hands off hairstyling and but I just want you to know that it is an exciting opportunity that's me, that, I'm feeling myself if y'all could see me right now I'm just gonna shake it one time. <laughs> I want some hood girls looking back at it and a good in my tax bracket and a black card and less sex. I am setting a goal for myself coming into this year. The next thing, I'm gonna get back healthy. Healthy eating and, and drop some of the weight off of me. You know, and I'm going to tell you, I'm doing a lot of that because I don't know if y'all sort of listen. I listen to different outlets so that I can stay current with what the conversation is in the community. And um I have a hollering hoot of a time listening to Kevin Samuels. <laughs> According to Kevin Samuel, I mean, nobody should want me. <laughs> oh, my God. This man be dragging women so bad. You know, and a lot of that is coming from sisters. I am telling you, why are you calling this man up? You know, in case y'all didn't know, he telling you what the successful value man is. Is looking for and he and you're coming to him for the advice of it but have you ever given any consideration this man is divorced twice (laughs) so so even the high caliber valued women that he chose to come into his life eventually got sick of that too So, yep. so I'm just saying, and I'm not knocking divorce because I'm sitting here divorcing, but according to Calvin, you know, I'm overweight, I'm old, and ain't nobody looking for me. <laughs> but but this is what you have to look at. There are other people in your life that you are showing up and they're telling you every day What you are to them. They're telling you every day. And why is it that we listen to the negative more than the positive? You know, I just want to encourage you. If your man is sitting there with you and you eating your second piece of cake and he is just hugging on those love handles, why are you listening to somebody who's telling you you're too big? You know what? If you think you're too big, Do something about it. But don't put what you're thinking about yourself on your man. You know? Because if he didn't want to be there, he wouldn't be there. And if he's there and he's playing around, you know what? That is a problem he got. That don't relate to you because if you was his problem, he wouldn't be sneaking. He's coming back to you. You know? So it's many things that you need to just... Let go and remember that what is being said of you from the people who means the most, the people who are going to be sitting around your dinner table at night, the ones that you thought worthy enough to choose and shop and buy gifts for this Christmas, those are the people you need to be listening to and taking in consideration. You know, um, I don't know if you all had an opportunity to hear Eldridge on W-A-O-K. You know, this last um uh, he's done it a couple of times, but this last um uh, episode of of him recording, uh, not recording, but being live there in the studio, he was talking about mental illness and you know, it being tough for brothers, you know, and out of that, I got something exciting coming this um uh, coming year, because I want to start a series. Where I am talking, dear brother, as a sister, this is what I need you to know. And, you know, and it's going to be conversations that these complex situations that we find ourselves in, that Calvin Samuel has tapped in, that is truly some challenges that we got, ladies. I'm going to talk to the brother from the standpoint of what I need you to know of why I'm acting this way and what I need you to step up into your manhood and help us sister out. You know, give me some leadership. But I can be that vulnerable woman. I can I can at this point in my life, I've done the work. I've went through counseling. I've I've prayed and I've, I've worked through some things in my life that now I can talk about the vulnerabilities that I've had throughout my life and currently have and be able to communicate in kindness to my brother that when you see me acting out, I need you to love me in a way that a mother loves her child when she needs to correct the child. She don't break the child's spirit. She corrects the child in a way that it aligns itself with the behavior and the expectation that the mother has. So we want to go into this year, no matter what has happened, no matter what relationships have been, we're going to set some new goals for ourselves and we're going to lift our brothers up. We're going to learn that even through our pain, there is a way that we can communicate to our brothers. Even when we are undone, when we are upset, we're going to learn to fight fair. We're going to learn to communicate even in our distress We're going to give them tools to recognize this is what's happening, that when our brothers look at us, they're not looking at us as a generation of women who's lost it, but they're going to look at us as a generation of sisters who have stood by them, in front of them, in the back of them, and experienced the same demeaning and distraught situations that they have, and we are responding differently. And we just need you to understand how to Uh, diagnose our situations and then speak into our lives and watch how we will improve in our interaction with you because at that moment, brother, I want you to know even now, we're not doing this because we're trying to put you down or trying to hurt you. We're trying to tell you we're hurting. And some of us haven't had you around as a dad, Some of us have not known how to honor you. Some of us have not known how to support you in a way that would encourage you. But we are aligning ourselves because one thing we know for sure, we are absolutely the most magnificent reflection of you. And we're gonna step it up this year and we're gonna start by being authentic. So take this time, my sisters, get yourself together. Bring all of you, not the refined part of you. Bring every bit of you, every experience. We're going to put it on the table. I'm going to put everything on the table. I'm going to expose myself. And so whenever you see that woman of that, that, you know, that song that's had, I'm every woman, it's all in me. Well, you know what? When you, when I get to the woman that you are and you can take some of those tips that I have coming out of those places, then you will align yourself. And I'm gonna tell you something. Nobody will have to tell our brothers that pass those beans cause Sugar's home now. <laughs> so, <laughs> I just want you to know that we are queens, we are kings, and we're feeling ourselves this year. We don't come through this pandemic And we are feeling ourselves and we are absolutely clear of who we are. And we're not ignoring the things and the challenges that we have. We're willing to face them, but we're going to face them as a family. We're going to face them with our partners. We're going to face it even in ourselves if we're single and we're going to know how to embrace this place in singlehood. And should we decide to expand the the territory in which we are walking in and to become a wife or whatever in life, that when we show up, people will know we are living a life like it is golden. I mean, I think Jill said golden twice because she was like, it's golden, golden, golden. It is exciting. Don't you fear what is behind you. Don't you even fear what you presently may be in. Because all of this stuff is here to make you strong. All of it. I love it. I, I This has been another episode of Simply Paulette. Another opportunity for me to come to you with simple concepts of how to live a life like it's golden. And I want to thank the Jess Eldridge Media team in bringing me on. Because I'm living my life like it's golden and Happy New Year and Merry Christmas, and I will see you all next week.